The spring training losses continue to build up for these Marlins, but the veteran starting pitchers continue to do their thing, no doubt about it. Some early struggles, though, for some of these younger prospect starting pitchers, plus some of the offensive guys. Some of them doing well, others really struggling out the gate. What does it mean? We're going to look at all of these topics today on Locked on Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England and welcome to Locked on Marlins. This, of course, is your daily Marlins podcast. I am your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter mainly at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Hit subscribe to the pod wherever you get them. They are available everywhere, free, and is your team every day. And head over to YouTube if you prefer. That's the right way of phrasing it. Hit subscribe there too. Why not? You get the the video, the visual version of this episode. And you'll see it's me alone, solo pod. Unfortunately, Sean Barrett couldn't make it. Well, he couldn't make it until later. Um, so I've had to roll solo on this one. The Marlins just being spanked again by the Rays. Uh, surprise, surprise. Not a shock that it was a low-scoring game early early in the action there. Sandy Alcantara going against uh, Sean's favorite guy, McClanahan, actually. So that was funny. Um, both of them going two and two-thirds. Uh, Sandy ended up uh, getting an earned run. Uh, as uh, one of the one of the runners came around to score in that one, um, but guys, what I want to talk about in today's episode—it's Monday, the sixth of March, by the way—and uh, there's there's a few games to get into. We had last night's or yesterday's game, plus today's, and there's some things that are in my mind. Firstly, I must say the starting pitching and the the major league, the veteran starting pitching. Let's put it let's put it that way. Um, both Sandy, Sandy wasn't as sharp today, by the way. Sandy definitely didn't have his A game. Walked a couple of guys, hit someone. That looked naughty, by the way. Um, but equally, there was some some nice moments for Sandy. He wasn't sharp, but uh, what we did see was when there was trouble. When there was trouble, he was able to. He had at least one double play that he rolled, and a couple of other ground balls to get get guys out. This is a thing for Sandy. When he's in trouble, he's not afraid. Um, to ask the question and roll those double play balls. It was the B team effectively today behind Sandy. It felt like a Sandy Alcantara start from 2021 or 2022 on a Sunday, a day game, a getaway game. Sandy's got the B team behind him, no run support. It just, it must have felt like normal for Sandy. Um, But what I'm looking at, particularly with Sandy, is how can this defense support him? This is going to be the question all through particularly the early part of the season when the Marlins are, are you know, clearly hoping to be really in it. Uh, we'll see how they can, how far they can stretch it. But really the question is going to be, can the defense hold for what Sandy Alcantara does on the mound? And what he does on the mound it often is, is roll these double plays, roll these ground balls when he's feeling under pressure. Not that he shows that he's under pressure, but that's his, that's his get out uh, clause in many ways. And that's the way that he, the ground balls is, is the way that he goes so deep into games. He's pitching to contact in a way that he's inducing these ground balls. Can the defense hold? That's going to be one of the main storylines of this Marlins season. They've made the changes. They've made some moves. I want to talk about Joey Wendell in the shortstop position uh, in the second part of this episode. But they've made the moves to improve the offense. 
And maybe it's at the behest of the defense uh, for a team that relies heavily on its starting pitching. Uh, is that going to work? Is the offense going to take enough of a leap? Is Luis Arias and is Gene Segura going to be enough of a spark with the guys, and if those guys are healthy too, to take this offense to another level? Unknown at this point, but Sandy Alcantara, that's his last spring start for now. He heads over to, uh, head to head join the squad for the, the Dominican uh, ahead of the WBC. We're going to be seeing the Marlins up against Israel on Wednesday, so that should be fun. I mean, I'm not sure how we'd feel about it if Israel come in and do a job against the Marlins. I think Braxton Garrett is starting that day. Um, so Israel will be feeling up for it, right? Um, so I'm not sure I'm not sure where that would put them mentally, the Marlins, if Israel come in and do some damage. But we'll wait and see. We'll pray that that doesn't happen. Um, I also want to talk about Trevor Rogers. His first start out, it looked wonderful. Second start out yesterday against the Red Sox. Wonderful. Three innings, one hit. How many Ks? Two Ks for Trevor. It's a scoreless start uh, to the, the the spring campaign for Trevor. And it just looks different. Sensational. Trevor is back. I would say his first start was even more impressive than, than yesterday's. But you piece these two together. And this is the Trevor Rogers that we all fell in love with. And so this is a huge plus for the Marlins if Trevor Rogers can bounce back, which it looks like he has every chance of doing. Really huge, huge news for the Marlins. And then we've got, we, and just to segue then into, let's talk about some of the younger guys too. We've had a look over the last two days as well at Dax Fulton in today's game. That's why I was thinking about Trevor. I mean, Dax, he basically is Trevor Rogers 2.0, like a big, burly, lefty, um, you know, big, big dude. Um, and we also get to see Yuri Perez uh, yesterday. Uh, in effect, that's kind of like Sandy 2.0. And it's fair to say both of them, they're, they're obviously top, you know, right up the top of the, the Marlins prospect status right now and lists. Uh, for obvious reasons, the talent is clear there. I mean, Uri Perez, it's just dreamy, right? He's only 19, throwing 100 mile an hour gas, 92 change up. It is just, boy, oh boy, it is insane. What some of these young dudes are doing across Major League Baseball, these kind of, you know, Big name prospects like they're just throwing some serious, serious gas, and Perez is is no different. Um, but what we are seeing is them running into a couple of mistakes. They're getting, you know, leaving some some balls over the plate. I saw today Dax did the same, you know, left left one right over the plate basically, and 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 got pinged. Um, and this is it, right? They're making some mistakes against some big league hitters. I mean, you never quite know who's hitting for the Rays, to be honest with you. These guys that somehow the Rays kind of dig them up from nowhere, and next thing is they're, they're studs. Um, but for me, it's great to see them getting the opportunity. That's the first thing I would say is like Dax, Uri Perez, these guys are getting the, the big league body of work that the vets are getting too. You know, if you're on a three innings, uh, an outing uh, stint right now, you know, that's showing that like, you're, you know, you're in the process of being stretched out effectively here, and the Marlins are, are looking to see what's in the tank. So, what we are seeing though, as well, I think particularly with Uri Perez, is uh, as he goes further into his innings and his body of work, potentially starting to tire a little, which is where we're getting some of these mistakes. But overall, I must say, it's just very dreamy is the word I would use to describe it. Dreamy, dreamy stuff from Uri Perez. Dreamy stuff from Dax Fulton. It's basically Sandy and Trevor, but younger, 
which is an extremely enticing prospect. It really, really is. And this, again, comes down to it for the for the fish when I was talking about it on yesterday's poll. And, and what I'm thinking is that they're still missing, you know, an in, there's an impact move to be made here. They're still missing a real impact stick here in this lineup, at least one. And when you look at what's coming up through the system, there's, you know, there, there's there's a reason to feel that an impact stick could be acquired if they wanted to go down that path via trade. Clearly, the free agent option for the true impact sticks is is un- unlikely and improbable. Um, and so there will always be these trade rumors here for the fish with that amount of, you know, this amount of pitching talent that's in and around the organization. And, you know, it's interesting in some ways you you kind of want Uri Perez and Dax Fulton to, to kind of come out and absolutely light it up. Um, but it isn't all about the numbers. There's clearly going to be mistakes and growing pains, but I think, you know, we're just sitting there watching them pitch. You're just extremely excited about what the future may hold for both those guys, whether that's with the Marlins or, or other organizations in the future. Who knows? Um, but I think it has been interesting. Equally, we got to see uh, Devin Smelter as well, given, you know, again, he's he's being stretched out. Another guy that's being asked to not just do, you know, a, an inning of work like Smelter's, you know, potentially long man maybe goes into triple a and acts as kind of starting pitching depth or wait and see i think there's a good chance he should make the roster to be honest with you fundamentally when i watch him it looks like a lefty uh sergio romo um like there's a lot of similarities both in terms of beard and the way he delivers the ball as well um but smelter yesterday um got himself into a bit of trouble uh then came out of the game and then bice came in and boy oh boy big boy bice he is absolutely he's he is big <laughs> big and then he put he got absolutely blasted there bice as well and that was um that didn't help smelter's line but you know it's uh, you know again another interesting outing for smelter the marlins are clearly looking for him to maybe fill a long man or an sp role uh, i think he's putting in many ways his best foot forward we saw chichi gonzalez again today chichi only given the one inning um so i think the kind of long man approach there for chichi maybe not the way forward he's obviously struggled thus far um, so good to see him have a clean inning today. What I'd say more generally is some of these non-roster guys that are kind of coming in, being asked to pitch innings here, there, and everywhere. A lot of them, I say a lot of them, a, a good chunk of them are getting blown up. And this is it. It's what I talked about in yesterday's pod. Like, doesn't feel like there's as much depth knocking around the, the around camp this time around. Like, there's like quite a clear variance from the major league guys um, proven, the fringe guys, and then the non-roster guys. Like, it's quite a clear and obvious gap which in many ways should be the case um, but certainly it doesn't help the viewing experience as fans I know it isn't about the wins and losses it's about getting the work in but the Marlins are effectively falling into the same pattern on every spring game the game starts starting pitching goes okay um, one of the young guys comes in we enjoy that and then some fringe kind of bullpen arms come in and get blown up, and then the Marlins end up losing the game. Nevertheless, it's time for our first ad, guys, and then I really want to talk about some of the offensive guys, um, some that are popping and equally some that are disappointing early uh, thus far in spring. And it's firstly, I want to let you know about our good friends over at Built Bar. And if you're looking for that delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try those Builts. What makes them so good? Well, they're covered in 100% real chocolate for starters. That is right, 100% real chocolate. All the flavors, unbelievable flavors, churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Bilt does it, but these boys, they are, well, they're tasty and healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. Work on those biceps, baby. 
and you don't have to wait around. If you need them right now, you can get yourself over to a couple of places. You can get down to Walmart, head over to the pharmacy section. You've got a four-bar box, cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're looking for the Whopper box, the 13-bar box, Sam's Club has got you covered. Head over to there. they got all the hit flavors. Brownie batter churro, thank me later, and enjoy those builds. Okay, offensive guys. I've ran along on the pitching, but we had to. There's tons to get into. A lot of intrigue around the arms, both the old and the new, and some of the guys in between that. Offensively, what are we seeing? Well, in, in yesterday's game, it was another poor offensive display. The majority of the starters were on, on show. Overall, there was one run of production, five hits. Feels like a Marlins regular season game from 2021. And I understand the frustration. I understand the pain perhaps the fan base is feeling. And it just feels a little bit like Groundhog Day in many ways where the offense just can't get anything going. Um, it is only spring. We keep saying this same thing. But really what we want to see is an outing with the starters where it just clicks. We just love to see that where it clicks. The starters just get this hit machine going because that's what we've been sold. We have been sold that this offense is going to be contact heavy and it's just going to be death by a thousand paper cuts. Hit, 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 hit. Run, 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 run. We'll wait and see. Thus far, we have not seen it, which is disappointing. Disappointing. A couple of the guys are going to be drifting away. Luis Arias and Gene Segura, what I would say, in terms of my, uh, in, in the last couple of games and I've been watching them, Luis Arias, stud. He is just a straight-up hitter. I absolutely love the guy. I love Pablito too, but listen, he's gone. Luis Arias is here. He's going to be leading off, and he's going to be creating a lot of noise and damage with that stick. Doesn't matter where you throw it to Arias, he can get the stick on it. Absolutely love the guy. What I would say, too, at second base, we haven't really seen any, any kind of bloops, any errors, no nothing. Looks fine, Arias. So overall, really impressed. Mean Gene Segura was DHing yesterday. And Mean Gene Segura, what I would say, all through spring, this is without looking at any stat cast numbers, and I know it's a bit patchy, but my overall impression of Gene is he's hitting the ball hard. And it may not have you know, led to you know, home runs or, or hits at certain times, but there is a lot of hard contact with Gene Segura. The same yesterday. The boy looks like he can swing and he can swing it well. I, I like I like what I'm seeing with Gene Segura as well. I like Arias. I like Segura um, for certain. So it's been encouraging. I'm encouraged by both those guys. I now want to just briefly talk about Joey Wendell. And the reason being, I was just flicking through on the numbers and looking at today's box score. Uh, which I'll get up now in a second. Um, I've just gone off it. Yeah, jo Joey Wendell right now. Uh, he's Luckily, he's off zero, but he's thus far, thus far, what's he hit in here? Um, oh, I've completely lost him. He's, oh, it was yesterday's game, that's why. <laughs> oh, man, wrong game. Joey Wendell, he's hitting 083, an OPS of 166. Not good. A couple of our bats were okay, though, yesterday, so must say that. However, we've all just forgotten about shortstop. Joey, you know, Miguel Rojas was traded, and some people were happy about that, some weren't. We then were waiting for the news. We were understanding the battle. I was believing at that point Jazz Chisholm's going to slide into short. That's the plan. No, Jazz then slides into center. That leaves them then saying, actually, we're going Joey Wendell at short. And... I don't think we've had a lot of discourse about this one. I don't think we've really 
gotten into this topic. So I'm going to get into it later in the week anyway, with maybe get a couple of guests on deck here. Me and Sean will get into it, I'm sure, and you know, maybe some of the other guys. But what I would say is with Joey Wendell, it was like, are we? is this going to be an upgraded shortstop? Like the Marlins have, have specifically traded away Miguel Rojas and all of the defensive value he offers. Is Joey Wendell an upgrade here? Um, I mean, overall, when you piece it all together, you probably won't be just because Miggy Rowe's um, defensive um, production will be will be so impressive. Um, but, you know, Joey Wendell will be okay at short. And will the stick play? I mean, it's not a power stick. It's a kind of slap contact. You know, there's not a lot of strikeout in there, which is which is good. It's not a lot of walking either. So there's a lot of contact. It is a contact-heavy approach from Joey Wendell, but... I think he's kind of slid, slid under the radar there where we haven't really sit, you know, taken our time to sit back and think, hold on a minute, have we actually upgraded it short? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I'm also not sure whether John Birdie should be getting more playing time in any position, to be honest with you. I mean, John Birdie was playing at third yesterday. Look good. He's underrated. There was a, a play there, right? A, you know, a hot shot right in there at third, slid over, made the grab zinged it over the arm isn't amazing but you know it's like birdie can play i said it a few weeks back when i was looking into the numbers like birdie's you know historical performance at third base has been impressive birdie can play at third um for for certain so you know i'm intrigued like you know the segura experiment is going on at third if that doesn't work you know and you want segura's stick you know i guess that's going to come down to it is if, if one of these sticks goes really cold, like if, if Joey Wendell is absolutely ice cold, then there's no problem with Gene Segura sliding into shortstop birdie going into third base. Um, you know, likewise, if, if Wendell's stick's hot, then then happy days. Um, you know, I, th- I do think, you know, we, it, we've added two guys, but it, the position element, the shortstop position in particular, I think has slid under the radar for me. And I'm intrigued to see how it goes with Wendell. It has been a slow start in spring. That was, let's put it that way. Uh, equally a slow start. Jacob Stallings, he's he's still not off the off the mark, so to speak. He's not had a hit yet. Um, average of zeros across the board. He has uh, had a walk or so because he's got a 200 OPS. But, you know, not in, that impressive from Stallings. I absolutely love Nick Fortes. I said it the other week to Sean. Like, his approach, his swing... Looks to me like an Austin Riley type of swing. There's that. It's just, it reminds me of it. I don't know why. It does. I'd love to see that kind of production out of Nick Fortes. I mean, that would be absolutely wild if that were to happen. Um, but great to see as well today in today's game, uh, a double from Jesus Sanchez as well, just to kind of wrap up on a, on a few of the, um, you know, the, the highlights as such in, well, as many highlights you can get in a, in a four hits, one run game with an error. Um, but I would say Jesus Sanchez, um, nice double and Canacion absolutely scorched one. Um, you know, so small wins, small wins here for the Marlins. The reality is we have got, we've been having the same games over and over and over again. Starters do okay. And then it just goes a little bit away. The offense really isn't clicking. Not amazing, but it is what it is thus far. Um, let's tell you about our good friends over at LinkedIn. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. <laughs> so you can talk, you can get your job added 
um, two LinkedIn jobs with a purple hashtag hiring frame uh, to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find your qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job. Yes, sir. For free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, guys, we are 20 minutes in, just over two ads. It's all been squeezed in. Tons happening here. In summary, to wrap today's episode up, after the Marlins take another beating, after they got a beating yesterday in very similar fashion, starting pitching the veterans looking strong and positive. The prospects are showing some growing pains. It is what it is, but the talent is there. Non-roster invitees, limited amounts of them are popping right now. Offensively, it's been a bit of a slow, sluggish start. I'm, I've got my eyeballs on Joey Wendell. I'm calling it out. Got my eyes on Joey to see what he can do. It has been a sluggish start. Jacob Stallings equally. The question there with Stallings, spoke about it already. I think we all see the offensive upside in Nick Fortes. Is, is, there, a, is there a chance that Nick Fortes starts to take a little bit of playing time away from Jacob Stallings? One note that I didn't mention, who caught Sandy Alcantara today? Nick Fortes. <laughs> is, does that mean anything? Probably not. <laughs> you know uh, Jacob Stallings has been basically Sandy's uh, personal catcher. But the question comes with the other guys is how much how much uh, playing time does Nick Fortes get? Overall, guys, it's been a relatively discouraging uh, start to spring. We now start to lose a few guys. All of the other clubs do too. We all start to ramp up, ramp up to the WBC, which is going to be a ton of fun. Not only are all the big boys in there. But me, as a British guy, I'm going to have my eyeballs on Great Britain, no doubt, going up against, well, a ton of studs, but equally including the US of A. Looking forward to that one. So there's going to be some WBC sprinkled in here. But in the meantime, for the Marlins, uh, been a tough road. Starting pitching, remains healthy. So that's good. No injuries thus far. That's good. Overall, though, there's work to do. We'll see you tomorrow, guys.